Hey peeps, it's me with Rosie Says here, and I just got to say, when it comes to talking about any truths that I might be exposing and spilling or whatever people want to call it, I'm just being honest. It's not about spilling something or, you know, exposing something. It's really just because it's always been there in front of our faces, but it's just that we haven't really seen it in the way that we're supposed to look at it, you know, from biblical perspective of stuff. And that's pretty much what I'm going to try to do with some of these next podcasts I'm going to probably unload. But, you know, um, I just want to let you guys know it's not to be hateful or spiteful. It's just it's just being honest and it's in no way being anti this or hate that. It's just truth is truth, whether it's scary, likable or not. That's just how it is. And I hope for some of you guys don't get so offended by that. Because that's not my intention. But my intention is just for you guys to simply understand it from a different perspective that you normally wouldn't really adhere to. But would totally go for. Because why not, you know. And that's why, um, well, I'm working on my next set of, you know, podcast notes. So that way I'm able to basically talk eloquently more about what just happened over at the um, United States Capitol and what that would mean for us as people that we have to be like kind of vividly aware and and in general because you know when it comes to talking about anything if it sounds like fear-mongering to you it might be but you know sometimes the truth can be scary and and sometimes it is you know annoying but it's just reality of stuff that's the sad, obvious, honestly, truth. And in this tidbits I'm trying to leave you for today, I just want you to understand what I'm trying to talk about is that this isn't my intention to hurt you or make you feel more in an anxiety-driven nonsense. No, but, you know, if we're not exposed to stuff that is scary, how are we going to be able to deal with life, you know? Going through life lessons, it's sort of like that. You know, when you learn something from your life lesson, you know, you won't do it again. Well, let's just say for those kind of situations, when it seems scary and stuff, we have to understand it's all part of the biblical type of prophecy that's happening all around us. And we're just not really understanding why. But like the Bible said, that it becomes, you know, in the in the verse as it said, that it stated, it's not about flesh and blood, but it's spiritual and principalities that we're dealing with here. So, yeah. And I know you might think the United States in itself, what does that have to do with biblical prophecy? Well, a lot. And a lot that you might not like to admit that you kind of notice yourself, but try to play it off like, oh, it couldn't be. But no, it, it would actually would be. Especially with today's and yesterday's fiasco over there. Tons of it. And it just kind of eclipses to the point to say that, you know, we have to be very aware you know, it's not about being spiritually woke. It's it's basically being not spiritually dead, which is considerably being spiritually asleep. So if you're spiritually dead or spiritually asleep, you're not actually spiritually awake, if that makes any sense. And for this is why I have to say this to you guys. If it does sound scary, it probably is. And we should just, you know, understand this. When we hear something scary or see something scary, just remember, make this a mental note with yourself. Take a deep breath, you know, accept it. That's the first thing. So this won't become sickness and anxiety because 
stress can make you sick, guys. It's happened to my mom, myself, maybe my sister Elizabeth, I don't know. But I think that's what's going on. Maybe my sister Veva, I can't tell, but I have to ask her that. Or she'll have to ask her that because she lives in a different state now. But anyways, you know, it's not about me trying to scare you. It's just the truth can be very scary. And that's what it is. It could also be sad, annoying, hurtful, but it's not mean to be that way. And this is what in the Bible says about, you know, according to the truth where the Heavenly Father at the time was talking to one of his disciples and he told them, why do you, why does the truth offend you? Because you can't understand my speech? Well, then you're not of the Heavenly Father. You know, you call it God, I call it Yah, and that's very different. So I'm just saying, point and taken, that's what I'm trying to say. I know it kind of sucks me telling you this on my tidbits, but I have to put this disclaimer out because I think sometimes what's happening with people, if it isn't Corona getting people dead, it's that some people are just dying from these kind of medical complications such as stress and other stuff there be of. And who knows? All that kind of excitement in a negative type of factor can really plague a person's body a lot. It really can. So I'm just trying to tell you guys, I know these are the perilous times that they mentioned in the biblical prophecies of the Bible. And I know we are in those last days. And I know we're basically at the ankle foot of Nebuchadnezzar's dream, which is basically the mixed iron and clay aspect. Because it can't really mix like the Bible said. And I'm going to tell you something straight up. It's true. You can't mix two elements that aren't compatible. It just wouldn't. And supposedly, if you haven't noticed, some of the nations kind of been parting ways. Like Brexit, for example. And what do you think might in tow happen over here? Something as that. As, you know, in the, the pastor of, you know, Omar was talking about in one of his sermons. I was watching from one of his uh, documentaries of biblical stuff. He was saying that... You know, it's because there's like, I would have to say, these people are kind of doing this stuff on purpose because it makes money. And I'm not saying, I don't want to say their names too much to give it away, but the rotten children basically are behind this crap. Okay? We'll just say for a second, because you know, if it kind of sounds similar, you know, like synonyms or whatever they call that. Let's just say, I'm trying to say one thing indirectly of another, and I'll just put it like that. The rotten children that own the Federal Reserve, sort of, I'll just say that too, they're sort of behind this because it makes money for them. War does. So if they're trying to cause that like they did before, it shouldn't surprise anybody. But if that's where, because I kept hearing these rumors, remember when Donald Trump kept spewing, oh, don't mention about World War I thought it was weird, you know, and, uh, anyways, people, I'm just gonna say that it's just, it's them, the rotten children possibly behind this stuff, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if all signs are pointing in their direction, because what he said in his biblical sermons and stuff, because, you know, all of its evidence in the Bible and history itself, and from other sources of cited history, we can't ignore it. I mean, honestly, could you? I couldn't.
So that's for my tidbits for today. I hope you enjoyed this. And I really want you guys to know, just take heed of the words. Because like in the book of Revelation says, if you have eyes to see, ears to hear, then let them, what? Hear and see. So there you go. And blessings of them if they read it too. Remember that. Just because it's in the Bible doesn't mean we have to disqualify it. It is part of our history too, after all. So I just want to let you know that. And with love, on this tidbits, I have to tell you, CNS podcast as usual. This is Rosie Says. Hey peeps, it's me again with another tidbits of Rosie Says podcast, of course. And I'm going to talk about the dream of Nebuchadnezzar. I got to see this from TCA guys. Um, basically his uh, YouTube Bible sermon stuff, which I find so fascinating. You guys really got to check it out. But anyways, long story short, what I took from that dream was right now during the midst of this um, flop dick coup that I will be getting into my next podcast pretty soon. Um... I'm just going to say this for you guys. We are right now living during a time where, you know, Edom, Rome, whatever, is basically becoming divided for some reason. So basically Caucasian nations of sorts are basically, you know, parting ways, like I was saying in my last tidbits. And apparently, it's becoming apparent, just like in Nebuchadnezzar's dream, and you're probably wondering, what the hell does that dream have to do with this? Lots. And the dream was about a statue that he thought he was supposed to build, but was actually denoting about what types of elements this statue represented, and represented right now, and we're in the time of the mixed iron, clay, and feet portion of his dream. We're like in the very end of it, basically, is what he's saying. (laughs) And that's right now during that time we're in, where there's a political disappointment. And from TCA guy's perspective, that's where the time we're in right now. And it kind of actually makes sense because when you go on the school of the Hebrews, Pastor Omar, you know, um, church where he talked about during the time of, you know, these, um, I guess you could say during this European type of time uh you know of occupying and stuff of the rome and whatever it kind of like started to like you know they got married to each other to keep themselves you know connected as a nation but for some reason they started dividing because the powers that they have where some of them were you know like this is where you know the spanish inquisition kind of comes in and stuff which i also partially saw and i have to say yeah it was very bad it was really messed up but anyways Go, you have to go check on your own time, guys. Um, from TCA guys' biblical perspective of the Spanish Inquisition, and then actually look at the Spanish Inquisition, and then determine what you think yourself, if that makes any sense to you, of why things are like this right now during these latter days that we're in right now. And basically, with that said, guys, here's another thing I want to tell you. When Pastor Omar was talking about that, you know, there was having too many problems, fights with you know, the Roman power, now that they have, like, the Vatican and the power of the Catholicism and faith, you would think that they would be united still as a nation, but for some reason, even with that, they're still falling short. And also from TCA guys, 
biblical sermons too because he also has his own that's his ministry basically because he's a minister of that thing and he's cool despite him having an accident guys it's it's not that he's hard to understand it's just you have to take some time to you know give him time to like grow into like your patience to understand what he's actually talking about but he made a lot of good points what he said during his sermon that all these people as well as pastor omar was talking about they're just having a falling out right now so to speak so this is why you've been hearing about brexit and this shouldn't really be surprised because look at it's like we're having our own brexit but in america so that doesn't give you anything else to look forward to toward a gloomless future i don't know what but I'm just going to tell you, people, just be aware. We are living in these perilous times. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but we have been having deal with a lot of earthquakes in diverse places, just like the Bible prophesied. And I'm telling you, it did say that. And it's been happening as of late, a lots of earthquakes. I don't know if you guys noted, but I did. That was spooky. But that's the part I'm saying. In my last tidbits, we have to be comfortable with this type of scaring information, but we can't be stressed about it. Because remember, just because all this bad stuff in the end doesn't mean the father's not in control. He still is. So even if they're all doing this bad negative stuff, falling out, disappointing time of, you know, anything. Remember, the heavenly father is still in control. No matter who tries to take over and be in control, it's not going to work in the end. So, yeah. I just want you guys to know that on this tidbits, don't be too afraid about stuff. Just be aware, like me, taking the information that best you can. Because I know sometimes when I was watching TCA Guys Ministries and School of the Hebrews, you know, documented biblical stuff and also sermons as well as, you know, Bible study. It, it it took me, oh my god, I have to tell you this, sometimes I had to take a break from watching their stuff, almost like a month's worth, to be honest, because some of the information was just so, you know, overwhelming for me. I was like, whoa, okay, I need to take a break, I need a breather. Right now, for the situation we're in with coronavirus and these lockdowns, for some people that are being idiots, ugh, compliance is really pretty much unstable, and it's just not going to happen. Nobody wants to basically do what they say. Because, you know, remember I was telling you earlier? Oh, my human freaking civil rights are going to be impacted. I was right, wasn't I? And this is what's going on. It's fueling the flames of ignorance. But it's also fueling a lot of other stuff. Which is impatience. And this is where we have all this discord. Ironic, right? Anyways, um, all this stuff happened. In the name of, you know, this country and its own motivations and what's linking to back to the roads to Rome, basically, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just saying, guys, I'm not trying to say too much because I don't want to give it away, but I just for, you know, and also because now I'm not sure if I might be impacted too as a person, you know saying stuff even though it's not exactly offending anyone i don't know if i'll be like pretty much you know compromised as a person when it comes to posting information that people need to know but isn't offending anybody but for some reason is offending some people for no apparent reason but guess what that's their problem all right i'm just saying and and one other thing guys i want you to take from this is that 
during those times, you know, of these biblical times that we're dealing with, even though people would be like, well, there's no relation to that. You know, if life doesn't seem biblically close to each other, I don't know what to tell you. But if you want to be, like I was telling you, spiritually asleep and spiritually dead, good for you. Go right ahead. I'm not going to ignore it. I'm going to try my best to talk about this stuff as little as I can possible. So I'm just going to say this, guys, before I, you know, close up this tidbits of mine and uh, proceed to my next tidbits or podcast. Um, you know, learning about Bible stuff, it isn't just being a believer, but it's making that your lifestyle. And you have to pretty much have self-responsibility. And that's part of what sin is. If you sin, you don't have self-responsibility. And for some of those reasons, what we're being bombarded today with today's secular, you know, activities, viewership and whatever, and all this stuff with watching what we're entertained with, and also what we've been used to as, you know, people, it's going to take a lifetime for some of us to really turn away from the world's way, as it's called, and to be, you know, renewed by the Heavenly Father's love in His Word. It's going to take a lifetime, I bet, for some of you, but for me, I'm slowly adapting to this as best that I can. It's been hard, but I'll tell you something, guys. It's worth your time to actually look into, okay? Don't just borrow the Bible for its elements to make, you know, casual conversation about conspiracy this, conspiracy that. Be about that life, you know? There's nothing wrong with talking about the Bible and being a believer, too. It's something you guys should really consider and take with you in your everyday lives. And so... On this tidbits, I hope you guys learned something from this because I know it's really tough and oh boy, has it been. But like I said, we're in the time of Nebuchadnezzar's feet. So just so you know, it's true. And this was talking about, you know, the last of the kingdoms that we're going to have some issues. And this is what he meant by the feet being mixed with iron and clay because he says, you know, because of the parting ways, if you guys didn't notice of brexit recently and now right now the corruption at the capital that just happened this should be a wake-up call okay guys for us to know no time to be spiritually asleep when we could be spiritually awake or you woke have you spoken people have stated woke as you call it i don't know what that even means i just rather be spiritually awake thank you and spiritually alive thank you and not spiritually dead thank you and that would mean being spiritually asleep Okay, and I know we're living the time of his feet because apparently if things are falling apart with these Caucasian nations, it should be a telling sign of some things to come. Okay, so yeah, and with that said, we're living during those times and we have to just take note and duly noted, we should be aware of this. Not be scared of it, just aware. Okay, don't stress, but just, you know... Detest and discern when you can. Alright, and that's my tidbits for today, hopefully. And see you next podcast and podcast tidbits. This is Rosie Says. Hey guys, it's me again with another tidbits of my Rosie Says podcast. And this is me talking about why you, the person who's probably listening to this, and anyone else you're probably going to come into and contact and talk about what's been happening over there at the so-called crazies at the Capitol. Okay, I was going to say this. When it comes to personal responsibility, we really need to be aware of 
we have to have the personal responsibility. Because I don't know if you guys have noticed lately, but all these extraordinary large, enormous numbers of COVID cases is very telling. And then, and then some people having to have these attitudes of just anarchy with not wanting to follow some rules that haven't really been mandated on us. But apparently we're feeling like we have to champion this idea of like basically a defectorness of some sort. Of being a defector of like, you know, being a rebel with the rebellion stuff. Which was basically noted on TCA Guy's, uh, one of his biblical Bible sermons that he was doing about the spirit of rebellion and this is what i'm trying to say to you guys i'm not sure what is people's problem but having to be so full of this rebellion attitude and spirit and mindset isn't cool okay if we're trying to do things and not be basically falling into the wrong hands and stuff ourselves shouldn't we be doing the opposite like if we're gonna be you know not breaking into very secure high places like the U.S. Capitol, for example, don't you think we do the opposite and just protest outside in front of the building in a peaceful manner? And also for those kind of reasons on top of that too, the animalistic behavior that was just ensued over there was really abnormally weird, but with a rebellious, you know, response to it. Just like he was talking about with some of the stuff that's been happening, you know, throughout the years. Even though his um, spirit of rebellion has nothing to do with the conversation of what just happened over there and transpired. But what really was happening with, you know, some other conversations that had nothing to do with this conversation. But it was just, you know, correlating to biblical stuff that you're not supposed to do, which is, you know, part of the Ten Commandments. But anyway, long story short, I'm trying to say is that with this kind of spirit of rebellion breaking in, doing stuff, not wanting to wear a mask, not wanting to, you know, adhere to the COVID restrictions. It, it's basically what is basically happening with that kind of thing. You see, it's not really the idea of any government, I don't believe, is trying to restrict us just because they're trying to make us have a hard time and get stressed out. It's because they're trying to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Unfortunately, it's been hampering the idea of doing that because because some of us don't want to just, uh, you know, apply this to our lives. We think that's just invading our, you know, first right amendments of some sort that they're basically overriding or looking or something. And I'm just saying it's really not that, guys. It's just we need to have personal responsibility and not be so rebellious in nature. It doesn't take long for someone to realize this is just rebel. And I'm just gonna say this, we shouldn't be so rebellious as such either. To be honest with you, I'm gonna do my best to do exactly that. Be six feet apart, and I'm going to, or even more than that if I have to, keep that mask on me nearby, even if I have to wear it as a face mask, a badge of honor, I'll do it. Cause the less, the, the less I push back at them, the more they're not gonna throw much rules on me. You know, I could tell you whether if this is really their intention or not, it's really ourselves having responsibility in the response that we're doing. It's sort of like if somebody, you know, bullies somebody and then what the bully does is make the person submit to their stuff or what else? You get a response, a retaliatory response back, right? Like a boomerang effect. Just take this time that we're in like a boomerang effect. 
just because they're putting these rules doesn't mean you have to like them. And they're not actually bullying you. You, you responding to it like a bully, it just says a lot about you. That you just want to just do whatever you want because you have that rebellious nature. Which is what the rebellious spirit is all about. You know, going against what is right and what is just. So, I'm just going to say this straight up, guys. Some of you guys have an issue and you don't want to admit you're just rebellious in nature. Okay? You got to cut that shit out. Because the more that you rebel against these people, they're going to use that against us to put in all these unnecessary rules, um, enhancements, and stuff like that. It really will happen like that every time we push back at them in that kind of way. You know, the reason why I don't have this problem, because I'm not trying to challenge the government. I'm not trying to do stupid stuff. But, you know, they're not trying to challenge every one of us in a personal level for you to be responding that way about, oh, I can't wear my mask now, or oh, I can't do this, or oh, I can't do that, and blah, blah, blah. My, my human rights, oh my god, it's being impacted. It, it, it really wasn't. It's just you have a rebellious nature, and that's just what it is. And I understand the rebellious nature because of not having to keep your business makes sense. That's fine. You should have every right to have a business. But of course, do your best. Like some people have been, at least in the state of California where I'm from, just adhere to some of the rules. But, you know, like I said, you don't have to like the rules. You just have to just do what is asked of you to do. It's not like they're forcing it or enforcing it. They're just doing this restriction stuff because they're trying to prevent what? The spread of coronavirus. And there's no need to be in this rebellious type of mindset, really. It's just incredibly stupid of us if we do that. Pushing back will just make them push more, you know, put on top of us more basically unnecessary rules just because we exacerbated the situation. We need to really understand. We need to take personal responsibility when we do this kind of stuff, guys. Some of us have to be aware and be aware of ourselves and, and basically not get so triggered every time something we don't like is put on our put on our, our on our on our lives you know and because it's not working out the way we like it but we can't be offended by it because they're just trying to do this for our own good they're not trying to go against us for everything but like i said you know with biblical prophecy there might be some stuff to this but not because you know the other thing but i could tell you this right now people all right i'm telling you this right now just be aware, you know, we have to take our own responsibility because they could just expect us to do something wrong just so they could, you know, throw on another restriction and stuff. So I'm just saying, how about let's be accountable this time, guys. Let's state what accountability should be like. We listen to the rules and then when we need to call out the bullshit when it's necessary, then we'll do it at that time. But first, let's start with ourselves. Okay, let's start with have accountability with thyself, self-accountability. Let's be responsible on how we actually try to convey a situation. Let's, let's do that, okay? Let's do our best. Unless we're not aware, then I understand you. Because sometimes I was in situations like that too, which I didn't know any better. I can, for, I can forgive people for that. But if you knew something and it's intentional, that becomes really ignorant of you. I'm just saying. That's why they say the words ignorance is bliss because meaning you know better and you still did it anyways. And that's why it became blissful because it's hilarious. All right. Have self-responsibility, guys. 
Instead of complaining about why the powers be of are doing this stuff to us, what are we doing ourselves that let them continue to take away supposedly your so-called freedom? What are we doing ourselves that keeps getting more restricted? Ask yourself that. And then come back here and tell me, you were right. It's not just them, it's also us. This is why you see the numbers of coronavirus spiking. This is why you see restrictions in basically, like in the California state that we're in right now, basically in lockdown certain basically regions, if you believe this. And it's unfair, but it's the truth. We have to take personal responsibility. I can't really blame the government for this one because part of it is also even my own fault too. Because, you know, I understand it's stressful to not be home all the time because you're bored. And all of it is really just boredom and just because, you know, not having a job, it can be very annoying, you know? Because bills have to come up and payment and then and then all for the other people who don't have that problem anymore but now are homeless. I'm just like, man, the stress is now is just keeping themselves alive and safe. You know, and that's just another stress. But anyways, like I said, but that pretty much hampers the ability of keeping people, you know, at home, in, you know, at a safe spot away from coronavirus if they can't even, you know, be able to do their job all right because they're being let go. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It's responsibility at that point from the government and from the fact that they didn't exactly see this as a one-fits-all size. And they, that's how they basically put this thing on, as a all one all fits size and it's just not everyone can fit in the same you know size so that's what i'm saying some of us who are able to work at home like me and my mom i'm being responsible on my part for this reason but those of you who lost a job because of it that's not your fault and just remember it never was and also those of you who are still able to do you know outside work but you're not following the rules you're pretty much at fault there yourself. So, for example, if you're doing delivery and they're telling you you're supposed to wear a mask and you're not, you're in trouble. And your fault, you're responsible for that. Because if your job told you to do it and you're not doing it, what the fuck are you doing? So, that's what I'm saying. Take personal responsibility. It's not about telling you what to do. It's just, it's about you being responsible what you're being told, if that makes any sense. Because that's how I see it. I see it as what happened yesterday at the Capitol is exactly just like that. And those people had the responsibility not to storm that place. They had the responsibility not to do it. Even if Trump encouraged them, they knew better. They still did it. And guess what? It's their fault. Even though it's hard to say that after four people just died, three of them, basically one, three of them being adults with basically medical emergencies, I'm guessing they're older people because that's probably why they died of the supposed medical emergencies. But that's another topic I'm going to talk about in my other podcast. Not this tidbits one, of course. And then the woman, of course, named Ali Babbitt from the San Diego County, basically from Ocean Beach City, according to that county, because I didn't know there was a city called that, basically perished because she was shot in the neck cavity area. Or the chest cavity area, I think. Like around there. Because they said she was bleeding in that area. And I did see her photo and everything. It was gross. It was not nice. It was very sad. And she was 35 years old. And it was an army veteran, if you believe that. But there's more I'll tell you about in my next podcast, okay? And that's going to be coming soon. 
because I actually haven't had the chance to, you know, do that podcast because I'm working on my tidbits right now. And also, my notes are in a different part of the house. So, I'll get back to you guys on that one. And for now, that's the podcast for today for Rosie's Tidbits.